come to this happy place. Welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For So today on Miles from Main Street, we got an exclusive interview with Kay Malins, the co-founder of the Walt Disney Hometown Museum. We had a, a trip out to Marceline, which is where the original Main Street USA is, and we've got plenty of videos and other content to show you guys about that. Uh, but this interview uh, was really great to be able to sit down with Kay and and talk, just talk Disney. Um, she mentioned when we were talking that it's just great to talk to like-minded people, and, and we love that uh, about Disney and about uh, connecting with people like this. I was so excited to be able to talk with her. Um, she is just one great human being and Disney human being. So it was a wonderful time being able to speak with her. She had some great nuggets, um, a little bit of her background. She'll give us some of it, but a little bit of her background is that she was able to meet the Disney family at Walt Disney and Roy. And, uh, and she also had a great friendship with, uh, his little, their little sister, Ruth. And, um, you know, she gives us information about how she built this museum, and it was wonderful being able to sit down and talk with her. Yeah, so uh, here is the interview with Miles from Main Street and Kay Mallins. So I'm very excited to welcome Kay Mallins to the show today. Kay, thank you so much for joining us. Always love to talk about Marceline with other Disney fans, so thanks for coming. Uh, we really appreciate you letting us come into the museum and record with you. Um, so we're interested in your story. We want to know how you're connected with Disney, you know, what your life has been like in Marceline. Um, you know, if you get started basically where you started with, um, growing up here. Okay. Uh, well, my Disney adventure started when I was eight. And it started because my parents had air conditioning, and it's been part of my life ever since then. So in 1956, Walt and Roy Disney and their wives came to Marceline to dedicate the Walt Disney Swimming Pool and Park. And it was decided that the celebration was going to be over the 4th of July. And if anybody's been in Missouri over the 4th of July, it is hot and hotter. So our hotel didn't have air conditioning, and so my folks had just built a brand new ranch-style air-conditioned house, and so they asked my parents if the Disneys could stay with them. My dad was thrilled, my mother not so much, because they had hand-me-down furniture, which she did not think was good enough for the Disneys, and so she cried, but it worked out fine, because her friends all found out and decided to bring their better stuff in. So we had great furniture and china and crystal and everything for the Disney's arrival. That's an awesome story. Um, I know that you had to share your bedroom with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah well, I was fairly precocious at eight years old. And uh, so we were all standing. Actually, the first time I met Walt, they were standing in my living room. 
And so I looked up at him and I said, okay, what room are you going to sleep in? He goes, well, I've never been here. What room should I sleep in? And I said, well, the pink one. So my claim to fame was that Walt and Lillian stayed in my room. That's amazing. Um, I had kind of a question that was uh, more of after that experience, mm-hmm. uh, did that kind of like open up the gates uh, for kind of your Disney fandom? Uh, did that really kind of like start your journey and uh, kind of what you're living right now? Uh, it did, actually. It was at eight years old, and I'm listening to Walt Disney tell the stories of how he felt about Marceline and how important it was to him, and I knew at eight that I wanted to tell those stories. I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that. So that's what I've been doing since I was eight years old. <laughs> um, so the growing up in Marceline, it really was enchanting. Of course, I, from the time I was eight to 18, I was interacting with Walt Disney on a regular basis. He and my dad became partners on what Walt called his Marceline project. So we were having lots of trips back and forth to California. And Walt loved taking the train, as you all know. And so sometimes we would just get a call at home. And you know that's back in the day when phones were tethered to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you would answer and they'd go, hey, Kay, this is Walt. I need to talk to your dad. So, of course, I yelled, Dad! And while he's getting there, I'm talking to Walt. Um, and Walt often would say, you know, I'm here, to, I'm, I was headed to Chicago or to New York, and I'm here at the station, I'm going to take the next train, somebody pick me up. I got an idea. <laughs> so, you know, my life was really quite extraordinary when I think about it. Um, and then when we would go to California, we often went out to the, ho- out to the house and... Uh, it was, uh, it was just part of my life. And, you know, we went to Disneyland, and it was always Walter Roy who took us. My, my brother and I were so spoiled. We had no idea that there were lines, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we didn't know that everybody didn't stay in an apartment there. So, it was like, <laughs> so yeah, I had, a, I had a really magical childhood. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I was going to ask... Um, how involved Walt was kind of in his late years with um, bringing things to Marceline and like ideas of doing things with Marceline? Uh, well, it, he was on fire about doing the project here. I think it was something he'd always wanted to do. And if you think about it, Walt spent his life trying to bring Marceline into everything he did, into his movies, into his parks, you know, into how he treated people. You know, I think it was the sense of family he felt as a child here in Marceline that directed how he ran his company. He thought of it all as one big family, and I think that came from that, the sense of, of family we have here in Marceline, still have here in Marceline. Um, yeah, I, I do think that it was a pivotal place. I truly do not think that Walt Disney would have been Walt Disney without Marceline. You really do feel it here when you walk around, like how he was, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. How his, how his influences came how he from, was yeah, how, his influences that came from Marceline are many, and they're so diverse. You know, I, I often think about, you know, him getting paid for his first art here in Marceline, you know, by Doc Sherwood. You know, what a moment for him. Suddenly he knew, my goodness, his talent. Somebody really wanted to pay for it. And, you know, that first happened here in Marceline. You know, the fireworks that we have every 4th of July, which is huge, <clears throat> Walt credited with the fireworks at the park. He said it was a perfect kiss goodnight. You know, so there are so many things that happened to him here that carried through the rest of his life that now he has shared with the world. 
So you've spoken about your trips to Disneyland mm-hmm. and that you've had such a relationship with the Disney family, but you also knew his sister really well. I did. Um, and how did that relationship further your involvement with Disney? Um, it was really interesting. I met Ruth through Walton Roy. I never met Herbert or Raymond, but I, I did get, I met Ruth. And Ruth and I became really close. And I think Ruth felt that she could call me and, and I would listen and I would help her. And being the last one of the Disney siblings alive, there was a lot thrown on her. I mean, people wanted her to write forwards in books, and they would, you know, contact her. And, you know, so I always listened, and we always talked things over. And, um, you know, one visit she said, you know, okay, I want you to have my stuff. And I did not give it another thought. Okay, so uh, Ruth told me she wanted me to have her stuff. And I didn't give it a second thought, and... um, she passes away, and her only son, Ted, contacts me and says, you know, Mom wants you to have her stuff. I go, what are we talking about, Ted? And he goes, well, come out here and see. So this was before 9-11, and you could fly with empty suitcases, and nobody thought anything about it. So I flew out to Portland with an empty suitcase, thinking there'd be enough stuff for City Hall exhibit there. And they started taking things out from the tops of closets and out underneath beds and I knew I was way over my head. So um, came back to Missouri, um, got help from Nelson Atkins Museum in Kansas City. We went out with cameras and scanners, and over a three-month period, off and on, we documented 3,000 artifacts. So it was, it was an amazing thing. They gave, her son and, and daughter-in-law gave me a room in their house, and they would say, okay, we put it in your room. When you, when you come back, It'll be there for you, so you can look at it. And um, they had me read all of Ruth's journals um, because they wanted me to understand the workings of the family to tell the story. So that's what I did. And from that, we've got the museum. Correct, correct. Yeah, the, Ruth wanted us to tell the story in Marceline, and it was amazing. We know how important Marceline was to Walt. We know how important it was to Roy, but hearing how important it was to Ruth, one, one of the things Ruth had was a address book. And the front of the book said, my Marceline friends. And through the years, as they moved, she would scratch out an address and then there would be a new address for them. But she kept in touch with people that she had met back here. And th- through her entire life, it was, I mean, it was an amazing thing. That is quite amazing. Um, we spent the afternoon, like an entire afternoon here, going through the exhibits. It's an amazing amount of information. Um, and, you know, I, and we've talked about it on the show in the past. We need, you need to come out here and visit it. And um, so I, I really want to impress that upon people, I guess. Um, so thank you for putting it together. Um, what other things there have been many events through the years that Walt and his brother have attended um, and many other things that have gone on uh, what, what kind of things have stuck out to you uh, of Walt attending or things in Marceline well <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the events that okay, Walt I, has come uh, to well I, 
of course, there were the trips that I alluded to a little earlier of the planning for the Marceline project. There were a lot of those trips, and a lot of them were spontaneous. We didn't know he was coming. You know, he just would have an idea, and he hey, hey, let's do this. Or my dad would fly to California. Um, another big event in Marceline was the dedication of Walt Disney Elementary School. And um, there are other Walt Disney Elementary schools in the United States, but to my knowledge, I think we are the only one that Walt attended the dedication of, which I think really says something. Um, and the fact that, you know, when he visited in 1956 with Roy, when they came back to dedicate the pool, um, he wanted to go back to his elementary school. So we all know education is extremely important to all of Disney. And um, the fact that, you know, his education started here in Marceline at Park School. And then we have this lovely Disney Elementary School and the murals. I don't know if you've ever been in that school, but yeah, we have maintained the murals very well. When you consider in the gym that how many thousands of basketballs <laughs> that have hit those, that's, that's really something. Um, we feel very fortunate that um, Alex Mayer came back three years ago, I think, and redid the murals in the lobby of the school in the fashion of Bob Moore painting. So we feel very, very fortunate that, that happened. So yeah, that event was huge when Walt came in to dedicate the school. And um, you know, I, I love the fact that he says, you know, I'm not a funny guy. I'm just a farm boy from Missouri who hides behind a duck and a mouse. And I thought, <laughs> that pretty well says it, Walt. Yeah, and you mentioned to us um, that uh, Disney has influence here on um, kind of the town and the museum, uh, but you guys like to do stuff yourself. Uh, how often does Disney um, post Walt actually come in and um, do either uh, like appearances or uh, even kind of like, I know that there's been premieres and stuff like that here. Mm -hmm. um, like how often does that actually happen? You never know. <laughs> there's, there's no, there is no like every two years, every four years, every anything like that. It's just when we are the right fit for something that they're doing, they come back. Uh, now, D23, uh, we have talked about doing an event here for them every other year. I think they'd like to come every year, but it's we're a little town, <laughs> and we're all volunteers, and so including myself. So it takes, uh, it takes a lot to, to do and do it right, like we want to do for our D23 family. So um, every other year is good. Um, we uh, celebrate Walt every other year in Marceline as well with the Museum Gala. We kind of alternate the years with D23 Expo because we will be out. We're planning a, a big booth and a big show at D23 Expo this year in September as well. So we like to have our gala in the fall. So our next gala will be in 2023 here in Marceline. We do that on the Disney farm, which is really a lot of fun. So speaking of the farm, uh, it, that is an amazing place to visit as well. Thank you. Uh, we were out there last night mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I stopped at one moment. I said to Mikhailo, I said, let's take a moment and appreciate the fact that, you know, Walt and Roy stood here. Um, so you have a barn, you have that space that's been preserved. What kind of went into going to wanting to do something like that? 
Um, I just always thought that there ought to be some place significant to Disney that people could go for free. And um, so, you know, we started down there in 2001. That's when the barn came home again. And um, it was a three-day old-fashioned barn raising is how that was done. So people came in from all over the United States to drive a nail uh, during those three days. And uh, it was, it made me think of probably Walt's time there when it was one for all and all for one and all the neighbors showed up to raise a barn. Uh, but our neighbors came, as I said, from all over the country. So, um, so it's so it's been there ever since, since 2001, and it has, you know, changed, and and um, more and more people are coming. Uh, how the autographs got started in the barn, the signatures was the crew that finished finished the barn wanted to leave their name in there, and then Disneyana Club. Um, wanted to have a beam in the barn. So they had had a beam at Disneyland for guests to sign, and then they shipped it back here to be installed in our barn. So people going to the barn saw that, and they go, I thought, I like that. I'm, I'm going to leave that on there. Now, if there's anything on the window or outside, it gets taken off. <laughs> but, but inside is fair game. And um, it's just such a, like, sometimes I go down there, I go, oh, I didn't know that person had been here. You know, there'll be some Disney artist or a Disney legend or something. You know, most of the time I know, but sometimes they just happen to be in Kansas City and got four or five hours and drive to Marceline, drive back to Kansas City, get back on the plane, and they're out of here. But um, it's just it's just fun. It's just fun. And everybody gets to leave a little piece of themselves down there, you know. Um, a big thing has been now rocks. People are decorating rocks and leaving them there. And there have been some really heartfelt sentiments on those rocks. I mean, it's very, it's very touching. I, we did not see any rocks yesterday. We'll have we, to pick, do that. we pick them up every once in a while because, <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes people take them with them. So. Uh, it's very special in there. There was, like you said, a lot of really neat art. Mm -hmm. And I just go like, wow, you know, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Um, so living in Marceline, like, it, there's a lot of Disney going on. Um, you know, we were walking down the street doing some filming, and we could see some people shaking their heads at us like, oh, there's another Disney <laughs> fool. Um, what's it like living in Marceline with this? You know, it's, it's interesting because um, people coming to Marceline, is, it's been so gradual. And, you know, the more and more people coming... And now people, I mean, yeah, we can spot a tourist. <laughs> we're so grateful they're here. But, you know, people, and we love it. People are wearing their mouse ears around and all their Disney logo wear. And it just makes us happy to see that happening around town. Um, and, you know, the merchants are thrilled to have everybody here. Uh, Marceline is kind of in a renaissance right now. We had a real downturn. And then COVID didn't help. <laughs> with businesses and things. But, you know, like we had a new boutique open. We have another store that has totally changed the merchandise of Paper Station. You know, we now have the antique store that has vintage Disney in it. And, you know, there's just, and, of course, you have to go to Ma Vicks and get the Dusty Miller. So, uh, you know, there's just things in Marceline that make us special and that we, you know, we love our guests to share with us. So uh, we are a, a parks podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. We like to talk about parks. Uh, we, are, we are Disney World people. Uh, I myself have been to Disneyland before. Um, uh, I love it. And it kind of gives me uh, the feeling that I got when I went to Disneyland 
while it was probably just a little stronger just because it was a park and we love parks, uh, I kind of got that same feeling going through um, the museum today. There were a couple things that kind of caught my eye that I was kind of like, oh, wow, that's, that's just amazing. It made me feel like I was like more connected to Walt. Uh, and I was able to Good. kind of feel that way. Um, there, I'm a huge um, Haunted Mansion fan. Um, and just the, the little Haunted Mansion mural in the corner out there really got to me uh-huh. uh, when I was here. Uh, so, yeah, it was just, just the great feelings going through the museum. Um, now, uh, asking you, um, you, you, you mentioned that you were able to go through the parks with the Disneys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's amazing. Have you, uh, have you also been to World as well? Yeah, yeah. My, my heart's at Disneyland. I was also a cast member there. So my, my very first job at Disney, Walt got for me right before he passed away. And I was on the first crew when the Carousel of Progress came back from the World's Fair. So that was my very first job. And then I went into guest services um, after that. But um, I love Disney World as well. Uh, I have to say my heart is in California, <laughs> Disney, but I have a huge appreciation for Disney World. My first thought there, because I used to go down and speak quite often to, um, during traditions to cast members, and, um, and I'd just go, they'd be driving me around, and I'd be going, it's so big. Yeah, and, and usually after the second or third date, my driver would go, I know, Kate. I know. <laughs> it's so big, you know. But I, I have some very dear friends who have a vacation home in celebration. So uh, through them, I get to go down more often now. And, and so I have a huge appreciation for everything there. And we have um, actually two of our museum board members are uh, former uh, Walt Disney World ambassadors. Uh, so, you know, I get to see a lot of things through their eyes as well. I saw that ambassador exhibit downstairs, mm-hmm. and I was kind of blown away by it. But like, Thank you. Did, I did that this spring. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I was standing there um, going, this is brand new. This yeah. is really cool. Um, so it's something that, I mean, you guys are refreshing things all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, we, um, we, we, we promise ourselves that there'll be something different every year. So that's what we hope our guests will uh, take, take away with them as well. That's incredible. And something that you were, have been working on is the Midget, Midget Utopia um, display mm-hmm. outside. Um, it's in the park next door to the museum, for those of you that haven't been here yet. How is that project going? Uh, well, it's been a long time coming. We um, did the track, the, show, the uh, earth turn for the, the track, three years ago, um, pre-COVID. <laughs> and then, then things happened in the world and things slowed down. So we did get the track done thanks to generous donations from three major sources. Uh, we were able to do the track. Um, then um, again, we had COVID happening. And so we just kind of stepped back a little bit. And um, on May 14th, we will be uh, unveiling two cars and as much landscaping as we can get done in this rain every other day. <laughs> and, of course, a little barn is being built that we'll be in. So May 14th is going to be opening day. Then we're going to shut down for a little bit till we figure exactly how things are going to work uh, before we open it permanently. So uh, it will be. But it's exciting. We've been wanting to do this for a long time. So, yeah, we, we were out there kind of walking around, uh, mm-hmm. and we noticed that uh, there's a plaque out there that says Brooke and Robin Lopez. Yeah. 
And uh, we are from Wisconsin. And okay. we're assuming that those are the two. Uh, they were both players. on the box at, at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very cool. Are, are they one of the... Um, They're one the, of the donors that yeah. helped us get the track. That's, that's yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, it is. It is very cool. Well, one thing I would like to say is we want to encourage everyone to come here uh, to see and to experience the, the magic of what Walt did as a child. I think we still have a lot of that feeling. You mentioned it. You kind of feel it when you're in Marceline, don't you? Uh, everything is very... You can walk from the museum downtown, and you walk through E.P. Ripley Park, which is Walt named the steam locomotive he rode in opening day of Disneyland. And you can walk through E.P. Ripley Park. We have the only federal building in the United States named after Walt Disney. It's our Walt Disney Post Office building. And you can go there and get a special hand cancellation when you mail a postcard or something that you can only get here. And you can walk on the original Main Street USA. And as we shared, we have some new business on Main Street. You can see the 1905 Drink Coke 5 Cent sign. You can see the advertisement for Hutchison's Furniture and Undertaking, where, where Walt and Roy both worked. So uh, there's just a lot of lovely little things that you can come to Marceline and experience. It really is worth the trip to Thank get you. out here. Thank you, Kay, for your time. This has been amazing. Well, we appreciate you coming to see us, and we really appreciate when people get us <laughs> and when they appreciate what we're doing. So thank you guys very much. Thank you. Thank you.